Welcome to Caregiver SOS On Air, presented by the WellMed Charitable Foundation with nationally known gerontologist Carol Zernio and veteran broadcaster and attorney Ron Aaron. This program provides health, wellness, and other information for caregivers who are vital to the health and well-being of so many people across our country. Now, here are your hosts, Ron Aaron and Carol Zernio. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today on Caregiver SOS On Air. I'm Ron Aaron. Our co-host, Carol Zerniel, is with us as well. Carol, thanks for being with us again. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate the introduction. And I mentioned uh, National Council on Aging. Uh, the Well Material Foundation uh, was just recognized and honored by NCOA. They were kind enough to um, recognize our senior centers that converted into vaccination centers uh, across the country, and we distributed um, almost 280,000 vaccinations um, during the past, uh, well, since January 2nd when we started. Wow. And a lot of the staff were converted from doing one thing to suddenly being vaccinators. Well, you know, it was a massive operation. We literally had two mass vaccination centers that were doing 3,200, 3,200 shots a day. Um, when it was, at, you know, at its height uh, recently, wow. you know, we've kind of we've just finished our last mass vax uh, site on last Friday. So we're out of that business now that it's easy to get vaccine. But it was pretty intense there for a long time. We were the most popular people in town. Literally, <laughs> we had uh, the first weekend in January. We were open. We had over five million phone calls. Five million Phone, phone calls. calls trying to get in a city of two million. That tells you that almost each person tried, tried to get through several times. Wow. And while we're talking about uh, dealing with vaccinations, one of the things uh, people should realize, if you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. And if you're caring for someone, speaking of caregivers, uh, you want to be sure that your care recipient gets vaccinated as well. That's right. It is not too late. It's easy to get a vaccine right now. You can go to your pharmacy, your physician, Walgreens, grocery store, local health department. There are vaccine, there's vaccination sites everywhere. Please go get vaccinated. Do not become part of the statistics that we hate to see. Exactly. Well, we're going to welcome to our Caregiver SOS on air hotline uh, talking about her work in in trying to help raise money uh, for folks who are uh, struggling with Alzheimer's, trying to get uh, uh, the National Institute of Health involved through donations in a very unique way and something that, frankly, I hadn't thought about until I read about uh, what Linda Everman is doing. And so let's welcome Linda to our Caregiver SOS on air hotline. Good to talk with you, Linda. Thank you for inviting me. Well, if they give an award for perseverance, <laughs> you deserve it. You look it up in the dictionary, your picture's got to be there. Uh, you had a lot of experience as a caregiver and something that brought you face-to-face with Alzheimer's disease, not just once, but twice. Uh, talk about what you did as a caregiver. Um, well, I was a caregiver for 18 years. First for my dad, who had vascular dementia. He was diagnosed in 1994, the same year that Ronald Reagan wrote his letter to the American public. And three years later, my husband, at age 57, was diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment. So um, dad died in 2001, and Richard died in 2012. 
So I had 18 years as a caregiver, and um, it is what fueled my advocacy to um, speak out for other families who went through what we were going through. And what was it you were hoping to do? Um, First of all, I wanted to raise awareness. Um, Actually, in, in the years that I was a caregiver, or let me just back up, when Dad and Richard were diagnosed, I don't think... I had ever heard the word dementia or Alzheimer's like so many people. And um, I quickly read all that I could read about it. Um, But during those years, um, I was too busy being a caregiver to even think about advocacy. And also it was very painful and I was a very private person. So that really was not on my horizon. But um, in 2009, I had to move my late husband to assisted living. And I just remember so clearly um, being in my car and thinking, um, you know, we, we need to raise money for research. And of course, at that point in 2009, I had a very simplistic view of what it would take to solve Alzheimer's. Um, and, and, but research is is a critical component, not only raising funds for research, but getting participants to um, volunteer for clinical studies, um, many, many doors, many doors of advocacy. But um, for every, I believe the statistics say that for every $28,000 that we spend on care, we spend $100 um, on research. And Richard and I had both worked for the University of California So we came from a research institution. And I was also very inspired by um, Nancy Brinker, who founded the Susan G. Komen Foundation in honor of her late sister. And I remember reading about Nancy, who um, made a promise to her dying sister that no one else would die of breast cancer. And, um, of course, in 2009, we already had the breast cancer semi-postal stamp. And so I'm in my car and all of these things are kind of whirling around in my mind. And I thinking, well, we need an Alzheimer's stamp. And then my next thought is, well, I guess I'll do that. But really not even knowing um, what was entailed in that. And um, my work built on and joined the work of Kathy Seegans, who had been pursuing the Alzheimer's semi-postal since 1999. So when we finally had the stamp issued in 2017 and we were at the unveiling ceremony, Kathy had spent almost two decades working for the release of this stamp. Now hold that thought, going going to come right back to you. But for folks who just joined us, I'd like you to know that you're listening to Caregiver SOS on air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel. Uh, We're talking on our Caregiver SOS on air hotline with Linda Everman talking about her work in trying to get folks involved in doing something really pretty simple, spend 65 cents on an Alzheimer's stamp and help raise money for the National Institutes of Health. Carol? Well, uh, you know, I heard Linda say, call that stamp a semi-postal, which I had never heard of until I was reading uh, some of the information before you came on the show. What does that mean, a semi-postal? Well, we only have four of them. And a semi-postal is an awareness and fundraising stamp. So the first semi-postal, uh, oh, and they're congressionally mandated. 
So, and by the way, all stamps are difficult to get. I mean, even the stamps that we see, um, you know, on our, on our mail, although I will say anyone writing to me better have an Alzheimer stamp on the envelope or (laughs) not open, but, um, but the stamps that people request, you start out by making a request to the citizen stamp advisory committee and they receive 50,000 requests a year. Well, some of my principles are in a category well beyond that. For instance, with the Alzheimer stamp, we um, had to get congressional allies and champions. So um, the Alzheimer's semi-postal stamp was actually introduced in the House um, eight times and in the Senate six times since 2005. So you have to get members of Congress, your uh, Congress people, your Congress man or woman and your senator to introduce a bill that goes to a committee, you need to get co-sponsors. So in the time that we pursued the semi-postal, and I'm laughing, Ron, at what you said earlier, because I've been called like a dog with a bone, but um, I have written thousands of letters. So to get co-sponsors, we have um, something like 436 members of Congress, and um, I have written to each of them multiple times in multiple years to get co-sponsors. And then, and then even with the co-sponsors, there's no guarantee that it gets out of committee. And as a matter of fact, with our stamp, it never did get out of committee and we went another route. But along the way, with this multi-year national campaign that really says individual effort can make a collective difference. We picked up many, many allies. We picked up allies in Congress. We picked up um, all of the national advocacy organizations who went online with um, petitions, Us Against Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's Association, Alzheimer's Foundation of America, um, the National Association of Active and Retired Federal Employees, um, American Academy of Neurology with their 27,000 members. So it really was the voice of all of us. And um, the late uh, Representative Elijah Cummings found a way for us to, um, what do I want to say, reinstate um, another congressional mandate that was called the Semi-Postal Authorization Act that allowed for the Postmaster General to issue at his or her discretion, sounds easier than it was, stamps that were thought to be in the, um, to advance um, the national public interest. Wow. I read somewhere. Twice. twice Linda, I read somewhere that uh, you were really very introverted and suddenly you had to become an extrovert. I was very private, um, but Anyone who knows me knows that I will talk about Alzheimer's and I will um, talk about advocacy. Um, because of my experience and because of what my family, and I'll use the word suffered, although I know many people do not like that word and object to it, but there was so much grief. I just did not want to see this happen to another family. And I hope that in my lifetime, we find a means of prevention, treatment, or cure. 
We're going to come right back to you. Don't go anywhere. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Carol Zerniel. We're talking with Linda Everman on the Caregiver SOS On Air hotline. You're listening to Caregiver SOS On Air. The WellMed Charitable Foundation would like to remind you it is important to stay connected while social distancing. Caregiver stress may be higher now, and specialists are available to talk with. There's no question that we are living in not normal times, but whether the new normal will be the old normal is yet to be seen. So if you are troubled, if you are feeling stressed, ask for help. Services are provided at no cost. See more at caregiversos.org. Hello. We're so pleased you're sticking with us right here on Caregiver SOS On Air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel, and we're talking on our Caregiver SOS On Air hotline with Linda Everman. Uh, she and others have worked diligently uh, to bring an Alzheimer's stamp to the post office. Uh, the problem is, of course, not a lot of folks know about it, and yet if you do learn about it and if you use it, you can help raise money to fund Alzheimer's research at the National Institutes of Health. And Linda, you were telling us off the air, uh, getting the stamp was an incredible battle, but having people use it is another challenge. It is because the post office does not promote specific prod, um, products. And um, actually what we have found is that with the Alzheimer's stamp, many post offices don't even stock it. So the easiest way is to purchase it online. As I said, Kathy started this campaign in 1999. She, like me, was a caregiver for her late husband. She was 37 at the time her husband, Jean, was diagnosed. And um, we wish we had gotten the stamp in 1999 when she began, because the breast cancer stamp, by the way, that we've had since 1998 has raised $92.6 million for breast cancer research. Um, our stamp that we've had for, well, it was gone for about 10 months, but we got it back, but we've had it for two, two and a half years, has raised um, over a million dollars for NIH research, and that's 10 cents at a time. So earlier, Ron, you said for 65 cents, and that's true. Well, the first 55 cents is first-class postage, so the extra 10 cents is going to the NIH. And um, at the time the Alzheimer's stamp was um, released in 2017, 500 million stamps were printed. So we have sold 8.8 .8 million stamps. So one of the statistics that I like to say is we have, I don't like to say this, but we have 11 million unpaid family caregivers for Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia, 11 million unpaid caregivers. We're not talking about our healthcare professionals. And if every caregiver bought only one sheet of stamps today, we'd have raised $22 million for dementia research. So the potential is there. And people talk about, um, you know, we don't use the mail as we used to. I want to tell you a number or at least one or two stories of um, that to me are, are very moving. One was 
my late husband, Richard, that I had to move to assisted living. And he had a friend from work who never forgot him. And she would send him cards. They didn't really say a lot, maybe talked about her garden or reminisced about an experience they had shared together. But Richard would tuck these cards in his shirt pocket, in his pants pocket, in his hip pocket. And throughout the day, he would pull them out. And every time he pulled them out, he was reminded that somebody cared for him and that he wasn't alone. And another story that I tell is my dad, who had dementia, of course, I also had to move him to assisted living. Well, dad had a shoebox of um, cards and notes and letters and photos. And every single time I visited dad, we pulled out um, the shoebox and just pulled out cards and read them. And they're tangible reminders that somebody cares about us. So um, the Alzheimer's stamp, uh, and Kathy and I have heard from so many people who say, every time I buy the stamp, I do it in memory of my mom or my dad, or I do it because my neighbor has dementia. And um, I'm, a, I'm quite a bit into the expressive arts. I'm a quilter and a knitter and my husband's a musician. And so the symbolism of the stamp is very meaningful to me. The Alzheimer's stamp was um, designed by Matt Mehuron in Topanga, California, under the direction of Ethel Kesser, a U.S. Postal Service Art Director. The image on the stamp is actually of Matt's um, wife's aunt. And there is a hand on the shoulder of the older woman in the stamp. And the hand is his wife's hand. Um, there's a swirl of clouds around her head. And that swirl of clouds is the confusion of dementia. But there is a sun in the upper left-hand corner. And the sun is the symbol of hope. So um, the stamp has the original stamps that were a commemorative stamp. When the semi-postal came about, it was reissued um, and flipped. And this is the first stamp. The post office doesn't do that. They don't reissue stamps because stamps are meant to be collector's items. But they did reissue the semi-postal stamp. And the image went from uh, left to right, signifying hope that we were making progress. So there's just a lot of uh, symbolism with the stamp, um, as well as the fact that it's something that an ordinary citizen can do. You can buy a sheet of stamps, spend an extra $2, and support research. The first funds that the, um, were received by the NIA, I heard from Dr. Richard Hodas, the director of the National Institutes on Aging. They used the funds to support a researcher's consortium. So... Um, and, and in his letter, which was very gracious, he acknowledged um, how much the funds meant to the NIH and that, that he would guard them carefully and use them to advance research. Well, you know, I, I'm just fascinated by this whole idea of the stamp. And, I, you know, Ron mentioned I've, I've been in this field for about 30 years and I did not know that there was a stamp uh, that we could purchase for Alzheimer's and my mother did pass from Alzheimer's as well. So, you know, I was thinking there, there are so many um, people maybe in the younger generations who don't 
know the power of the written word and the, you know, you, you talked about saving those cards and those letters and something that comes to your door, even if it costs more, yeah, an email's free, but handwriting something on a card and putting a stamp that raises money for a cause that's important. I mean, that's just layer upon layer of significance that you've done something that means something to the person you're sending the card to. um, And you've done something to help support a cause. And, you know, research has got to be, you know, front and center in our thoughts. Look what research did for COVID. I know you had to stop selling the SAMP because of COVID, but it was the research that is giving us the hope the pandemic will end. And it is the research my father says nightly when I talk with him, I hope nobody else gets Alzheimer's. It's a terrible disease. You know, it it gives us that hope that other people, other families will not be going through this. We refer to the um, National Institutes of Health as the National Institutes of Hope. And um, you talk about letter writing. There's a, what, another, another wonderful organization that's called Love for Our Elders. And it was started by a young man in honor of his grandfather who had dementia. And he um, has been recruiting young people to write cards and letters, especially during COVID he did, um, to uh, cut down on the isolation of people who were living in assisted living and nursing homes. So, um, and, and we did that. We had a, a, what we called the Alzheimer's card ministry. I used, um, I had a beautiful card that was uh, painted with forget me nots by a person with dementia. And um, we started this campaign where, especially during COVID when we were so isolated, we would send a letter of encouragement to a friend and include a stamped card inside our card to send on to someone else. Um, what a great idea. Other organizations, UCI Mind in California, uh, for years, they have um, used the Alzheimer's stamp. They framed it and put their um, plaque, their UCI Mind plaque on the bottom um, and given it as a thank you to um, those who support their mission, to speakers and to donors. So there's, there's, there's just many ways to use it to raise awareness. Well, and so it, Linda, let me add. Oh, go ahead, Carol. You know, well, just one other point on that. It, and it doesn't just raise, you know, it raises awareness and it raises money, but it also helps save our post office who thought we would be in a situation where we'd want to also be saving the post uh, office. Well, this, the- So, Linda, for folks who don't know how to get the stamp, if you go to your local post office and, as you said, not all of them carry it, uh, what are some of the things you can do? Certainly advocate at that post office for them to stock the Alzheimer's stamp, right? Yes, of course. I, I, and I have done that as well. Um, I generally order online. It's so easy. I mean, you can go to um, uspostalservice.com and type in Alzheimer's stamp. I can send you the direct link, but it pulls up the page to the semi-postal. And, um, boy, you get them and just, you know, I think the last time I put in an order, I got it within the week. And um, maybe there was like a $1.65 charge to mail it to me. But it saved me a trip as well because right. my, my local post office doesn't <laughs> stop. You know, and, and that can be very frustrating. So we've got about a minute. We've got about a minute left, Carol. You're going to get the last word to Linda. 
Well, you know, I just wanted to say thank you to Linda for, you know, going to Congress, going to the elected officials, finding a workaround when it didn't come out of committee. You know, that's how hard it is to get any law passed and much less to stamp. I'm sure there must have been very frustrating. Did you run into people who said that's a great idea? Uh, I I totally support your efforts, but I'm not voting for that stamp. Oh, Oh yeah. yeah, we were told more no more more often than we were told yes. But eventually, it took uh, it took momentum, and you know, once I had the idea, I knew we would get it. I was not giving up. There you go. Um, you now it's um, when when Richard died. Uh, the way, of course, we're all social media animals. I had posted a picture of him on Facebook, and my words were. Um, rest in peace, my beloved husband, and know that I will not rest until there is a cure. And that's my vow. That, that's what I intend to do. Well, thank you. Well, I want to thank you so much. Uh, do you have a website that people can go to if they want to share some thoughts with you? I don't have a website, but I um, do have a Facebook page called Help Stamp Out Alzheimer's. And I'm also on Twitter by um, my Twitter name is Help Stamp Out Alls as well. Well, we thank you so much for joining us and for the work that you've done. And let's hope we can make a difference and get people to go out and buy and use that stamp, right? Thank you so much. Thank you for thank all you. you. Linda Everman, thank you very much. For Carol Zerniel, I'm Ron Aaron. Thank you for joining us today on Caregiver, SOS On Air. You've been listening to Caregiver SOS On Air, an exclusive presentation of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. We welcome emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. Join co-hosts Carol Zerniel and Ron Aaron next week for more on caregiving, improving the health and well-being of caregivers and their care recipients everywhere. For more on caregiving and podcasts of our programs, visit caregiversos.org.